Welcome back to the Black Boundaries Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Terrell. And today we're talking about lucky and unlucky circumstances. So this could be like a variety of things that we've experienced. And some of them aren't as intense as others, but I feel like everybody has those moments where things either work out perfectly or the timing is just really off, but it's like conveniently off. Right. Like the timing of it is like, there's no way this is just a coincidence, you know? Right. Yeah. And yeah, I, I've, I've been thinking a lot lately about just coincidences or blessings or, you know, whatever we we want to call them. And it's just very interesting how things just work out sometimes and how things don't work out sometimes. It's, it's funny. Yeah, that's very true. I think that that's one of those things that's a highlight in your life. Whether or not, you know, you realize it or recognize it. I think that it comes back maybe, you know, during certain situations you have a reminder or maybe you do recognize it in the moment and you hold it true to like an experience that you've gone through. But it's funny because every single time I think about a lucky situation or something that just turned out perfectly, I wonder if I'm going to continually be grateful for it. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that I don't forget them because it's easy to say, well, that situation was just this and kind of water it down. But, you know, I think that it's good to be appreciative in those moments. Yeah. I feel the same way. But um, what type of lucky situations or circumstances can you think of? I'd probably say just going back to college, like, well, actually, this is after college, uh, starting to work in the film industry. And then that was because of my dad, because my dad was inside it. So I think it was like just really cool how it just worked out like that. Because my dad, he was never like he wasn't working in the film industry a couple of years prior. He was just like hustling, DJing and installing security systems. Okay. And then like, I guess like, I don't know what year, I think probably like my sophomore year in college, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting to the film. industry." I was like, dude, that's my major he was like oh really then he was like yeah we can probably get you a job or whatever when you get out and that's crazy yeah so that was just a very lucky thing because i think like if he would not have been working in film industry i probably would have had like trouble getting jobs oh i see yeah yeah so yeah you know uh nepotism shout out to that um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah it just like worked out really well for me yeah that's really cool i think about that in terms of Kind of like what you were saying, it's interesting how I had started doing music Mm -hmm. and this is during my undergraduate. So I hadn't decided on a major and I didn't really know what I was going to do. And when I got into the journalism program at Georgia Southern, I just so happened to like kind of see the relationship between journalism and editing videos and the way that FL Studio or Fruity Loops, as you guys probably know, it worked in terms of software, how you can cut clips and you can adjust and change things. Yeah. And the video editing was so similar that I kind of just fell into place. So it was like when I got to school, I already had an idea of video production because I made videos with my friends, but I never really got super into editing specifically. Yeah. So initially, I just started watching tutorials out of curiosity. And I would watch little videos on tricks of how to edit things just because I was like, this would be good to do with music if I ever want to do music videos or anything of that nature. And then it just kind of worked out to where my major lined up perfectly. So when I got to school, they were like, does anyone know how to edit already? And I'm like, oh, I I think I know. And then I just started doing projects and it just kind of worked out. You know, I never even like until you mentioned it right now, I never even thought of like that, uh, that crossover between editing and like FL Studio and editing in uh, Premiere Pro. Right. But now that you mentioned it, it is 
pretty similar. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's probably why like I like took to it so easily as well. Yeah, I mean, even if you think about the layouts too, it's kind of similar the way that it right. makes you know everything that you can adjust and cut clips and audio and stuff like that. But I think that that also helped me to be more attentive because some people who edit, they may miss something. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, from a music standpoint, you have to be precise with beats and with, you know, sounds. So I think that that's something else that stood out to me. But yeah, editing became really fun. I was like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, I I think that's interesting because like sometimes I always try to like edit to like music or a beat or something like that. But then I think sometimes that can be like a like a con kind of because everything doesn't mm. have to be edited to like a beat you know yeah that's true it, like you can it, fall into that trap yeah it, like it it works a lot but sometimes you shouldn't do that you should like go against the grain and not edit with a beat you know that's true yeah i agree with that i think sometimes things line up to where it's like oh this is just perfectly on beat yeah and it's almost like it just happened versus you trying to make it work exactly and i like those moments more same here yeah those are great little highlights But yeah, the second thing that I can think of too, kind of going off of college, I was thinking about when I got to SCAD and I was thinking initially like what the process was of going through, you know, admissions and figuring everything out because it seems like a flash, like it happens so fast. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting because, you know, I was dating a girl at the time who had went to SCAD and I was like, I really want to get my master's. I'm not sure if I'm going to get accepted because, you know, with the Savannah College of Art and Design being an art school, in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I don't know if I'll qualify. So I just so happened to have a lot of writing samples because, you know, I had just graduated from Georgia Southern. So I had a ton of examples of my work. And on top of that, I was doing graphic design just kind of for fun. Mm-hmm. So I had all these different designs and everything just lined up in terms of my writing along with the graphics. And I was telling her, like, I think I'm going to apply and just see what happens. So I applied and I didn't find out if I got accepted yet, but I started looking at tuition and like the initial costs. Couldn't afford that. I was like, this is not going to (laughs) happen. But I talked to my dad about it and I was trying to get a loan because I think it was like 600 bucks or something like that. Just the initial fee. And I was like, I literally don't have 600. Oh, well, like to like just like apply. Well, it wasn't to apply. It was like the admissions. Like once you go through the application process. Right. Then I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm accepted at this point, which was weird because I got the letter a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't too far after. So after I got it, I was like, oh, man, I'm accepted. What do I do? I have to pay 600 bucks. And my friend was like, hey, man, I can pay for it and you could just pay me back whatever. Yeah. And it was just like he just like out of nowhere was like, yeah, I'll pay for it. And I was like, this is kind of crazy. Cause that is pretty great. My dad it? can't pay for it. I can't pay for it. But like I wouldn't have been able to it. go to school. Yeah. But my friend who was working a job, he was working at Starbucks and going to Georgia State. He was like, shout out to Frank, by the way. Just give him oh, a man, quick shout out to Frank, man. Shout out to Frank. Relate that guy. Frank was like, yeah, man, I got you. Like, I'll help you pay for it. I'm like, dude, I'll pay you back. And blah, blah, blah. He's like, dude, pay me back when you can. Like, that's literally what he said. He was like, pay me back when you can. And he never mentioned it or anything. Of course, I did pay him back. Yeah, but yeah. It was just kind of cool because he just was like, yeah, I, I didn't know. Like, I'm glad that you told me because I didn't even think of telling him because I thought I wasn't going to go. Yeah. But just kind of venting to him, I'm like, oh, I probably can't go to school because of this situation. And then he was like, oh, 600 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. And I'm like, what the heck? So, you know, it was a really great moment and everything just kind of worked out, especially with my portfolio being accepted, too. Yeah. 
everything just kind of works. That's crazy. See, that's this is this is the value of having good friends, right? You know, oh my gosh, like, that's stuff like true. I don't know, not even like just like financial, just like having your back in yeah. any kind of way. You know, that's good to have. Exactly. Yeah, which we can get further into, but I'll let you, I'll let you build <laughs> up on your on your lucky and unlucky moments. <laughs> yeah. So I guess like another lucky moment would be me coming here to Texas and getting this job, right? Because right. I was uh, very down and out <laughs> in my no, times yeah, yeah. back in Georgia. Oh like gosh. all of, you know, I, I say that the original lucky situation with me getting into the film industry and yeah, I was like getting jobs and uh, for a little while, but I think come like 2018 or was it? Yeah. 28, kind of like the end of 2018, 2019, I was not getting any jobs. Like yeah. everything was drying out. It's funny. It's crazy. Cause like I bought like this, some expensive equipment <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. kind of like something like my last money because I'm like okay cool I'm gonna rent this stuff out to the production whatever productions I work on then I'm gonna make like a lot of money from the position I'm working it's gonna oh, be it's gonna I work see. out perfectly right but then <laughs> I'm, I'm like getting uh you know I'm like sending off my um my contracts or whatever to like producers they're like oh man I'm sorry uh this production is, it might not be happening now or it's getting pushed back to like a later date I'm like wow really dude <laughs> I just bought this expensive ass monitor right <laughs> and like you know I bought it from like I bought it from this guy from eBay too so it's like you know oh man it's gonna be hard to send back or whatever yeah. so I kind of just kept it and I'm like all right something something gonna work out soon and I kind of got like some small music video shoots but those don't those didn't really pay much whatever right so you know now i'm just like all right i gotta get like a regular well actually my mom was kind of like pushing me to get like a regular job <laughs> right right, right. You gotta, so yeah, yeah i had dreads had to cut my dreads man that sucks that's that was an unlucky situation in this lucky situation <laughs> yeah but you know eventually Which i just want to say real quick the fact that you have to cut your dreads to get a job is just ridiculous like yeah well it's funny because like i my mom, she was pushing me to cut my dreads, so I just went ahead and cut it to like a pizza or whatever. Then I got a job at Target. The guy who was like training me had dreads, <laughs> so it's like, and so it's like that. It it like kind of worked out, but it didn't work out because I had yeah. to cut my hair, which I I would still have to this day. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, it's funny, but like shortly after I got that job at Target, like that same week I started working. I got like the job interview for the current job that I have, right? Oh wow, that's crazy! <laughs> and I pretty much got it within those couple of days, so I only worked at Target for like a week. I was like, all right, I ain't oh, working here no great. more because this job sucks, <laughs> bro. Man, shout out to everybody working in retail, man. That's a that's a hard job oh, yeah, and it's boring tough. and it sucks. So, but oh, man, shout out to y'all. Y'all gonna find something better, definitely. If you want yeah. to, if you want to, yeah, yeah. But, I um, mean, retail is no joke, jeez. Yeah, man. Uh, I got this job here and it's been pretty great since then well you know i got some complaints but other than that you know it's it's good yeah small things here and there yeah yeah that's pretty great man and it's crazy because (laughs) this story all kind of connects together it does but during that time of you working here at texas state just for a little bit you had told me about the job and all the different things that you were doing and then you started telling me to apply yeah and you sent me the first job i think was in your department was it yeah, yeah. Okay, I think, yeah, the first job was in your department. The second one was just another one, I guess, that was, like, advertised, right? Right. Through the yeah, university. I found it. And after you told me about it, this kind of ties into everything else, which goes into my situation. So I was looking for jobs, struggling, just like Terrell was. <laughs> it was awful. I would say, like, 
2019 was just a terrible year because I was working at the Georgia Department of Public Safety. And it's just, I mean, government doesn't pay. You know what I mean? A lot of government jobs really just don't pay well. So I was working there and I'm like, I'm not about to become a police officer. I really don't want to do that. That's like the (laughs) last resort. (laughs) But nothing was happening. And I knew that I wasn't going to get a pay increase because I just so happened to be the only person who had like a federal grant. Mm -hmm. So everybody else was state funded. So they had a little bit more money. I had a federal grant, less money. So it's like your job probably wouldn't even last if they didn't want it so right they could just cut it at any time like if the year didn't go well or something like that i mean you think about covid like i definitely would have gotten cut yeah so it was kind of crazy that i was the only person with a federal grant so anyway i was doing video projects and all this stuff and i was just really dreading it and then towards yeah the end of the year i was like you know what i'm quitting this job like i'm just out i'm just done i've got a little bit of money saved and it wasn't a lot of money i was still struggling And then finally, after I found out about the second job that you told me about, I went ahead and applied. The response was pretty fast. It really wasn't that long. It was like maybe a couple of weeks had gone by. Yeah, because like I reached out in December. That's when you started hearing from. Right. And that's like when I came to visit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It all worked out. Yeah. It was around (laughs) December when you came to visit me in Atlanta and I have figured I had figured that they were going to hire me, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah. But I did the zoom interview and everything and everything was going well. And just at that time I applied to another place. that was a marketing company and did an interview. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. So anyway, long story short, I ended up getting the job when I moved to Texas without even knowing (laughs) I moved in with Terrell. I was like, bro, I got to stay with you because I got no place to go. My dad, had gotten engaged, so he was leaving from the apartment that we were living in. So when I got to Texas, I wasn't sure. Same day that I get to Texas, the next day I get the phone call that I have the job. Like, I literally woke up on the couch to a phone call, and they're like, you have the job, basically. And I was like, this is insane. Like, it doesn't make sense. As soon as you get here. (laughs) Right. So keep in mind the marketing job, right? So I had done the interview for the marketing job and hadn't heard from them. And then a couple of weeks go by and everything. And then, of course, you know, eventually COVID hit. And I was thinking that was a marketing job. And the first thing to get cut is advertising, typically a marketing. Yeah. So I would have gotten cut from that job had I got it. Yeah, I think so. So I just got lucky that I got this job at Texas State and I'm you know, like specialized. Mm-hmm. So no one can really do my job. Besides yeah. Oh, no. Me, yeah, nobody can. Which is great because yeah. it keeps me in this position. Yeah, they're not going to so. cut that job. Yeah, it's kind of crazy just how all of that worked out, like getting both interviews and me seeing an opportunity to be like, man, that one paid more. I could have had that one, but that's the one that would have gotten cut. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I think that that's one of those things where you literally have insight to see, like, had I given you this opportunity, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Things may not have gone as well. So if you do believe in God or spirituality, sometimes you do have these just little reminders, you know what I mean, of moments and things that work. And it's like, there's no way this was like a coincidence, you yeah. know? So just I be agree. appreciative of those things, you know? Exactly. Like the things that you think mean nothing, there is is really something, something big, I think. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So it's funny that you've been reflecting on those things because I thought about that and how we're here now and everything just worked out. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's like one of my lucky moments, like you moving here. 
right? Right, <laughs> right, like, right. Me and Nick, we always had. We I thought we talked about this before in this podcast, but you know, we always had like these plans to like just do like creative things together, you know. Yeah. And we could never really do that because I was like, even though we were we were both in Georgia, we were still just doing our own respective things, like in right, different yeah. cities, and like still you know, hours away. yeah, it's not really convenient to be traveling back and forth or whatever and True. doing stuff. But yeah, uh, Nick moved here and now we can do stuff but right. then that leads to like an unlucky situation right with covid happening of course so they kind of like cut down on the things that we were planning to do right potentially <laughs> do yeah 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 it's like um i guess now it kind of died down kind of but a little so yeah. still you know it's not really too too great to be going out around people and stuff that's true yeah things definitely haven't picked up and it's sad because a lot of it is because people aren't you know taking the right precautions that's the main thing exactly i feel like a lot of these things could have been avoided and i feel like we should be figuring out more methods to make things work and be safe at the same time i agree but because so many people have their own agenda it doesn't really work out unfortunately yeah but, you know, it's crazy this how it just, like, kind of ruined, like, our video plans and travel plans and stuff like that. Right, right. And I don't know, just, it was just, like, what are the odds of a pandemic just hitting, like, I know. out of nowhere? You know <laughs> And that was a perfect segue into our unlucky moments because this year, it's so funny, I had my top plan, like I had a list of plans and things Mm -hmm. I want to do. You know, I talk about journaling all the time. The number one plan was to get my passport and to travel. That was like the main thing that I wanted to do because I was like, oh, I'll be in Texas. I've always wanted to go to Mexico. That's like the number one place that I want to go. So I'm I'm going like I had it planned out that 2020 I would be going to Mexico. But man, I'm in Texas. I'm close. (laughs) Real close. Pretty close. (laughs) Wanted to do a road trip at some point, but yeah. you know, it's all right. It's all right. I'll man. bounce back. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it'll happen. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. Even if it's in 2021. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, one of my unlucky things was going back to college. It was, I don't know even if it's unlucky, it was just starting college, but just starting off college with like no friends there. Right. I feel like that was kind of unlucky, kind of sucked. But it's like, it's yeah. like I know people there. From like high school, but they really weren't friends. They were like acquaintances or whatever. I wouldn't like right. hang out with them. Like none of my close friends, none of my close friends went to college. It's pretty crazy. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's yeah, weird. You did mention something like that? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, nobody like went, to went to college. Went to the military, right? Yeah, one of my best friends, he bones, he went to the military. Okay, and everybody else, they just kind of fucked off. Got maybe got regular jobs, maybe (laughs) maybe did some other stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't even know. I really don't even know what a lot of people are doing now. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with people. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that wave too. I mean, I had a similar situation because I went to community college first. Yeah. So right out of high school, all of my friends knew what schools they were going to. A lot of people were going to the same places. Uh And I guess it's kind of unlucky, but lucky when I transferred to Georgia Southern, it was like a lot of people that went to Alpharetta High School that went to Georgia Southern. Oh, wow. But a lot of them partied, did stupid stuff, and dropped out. Oh, okay. So <laughs> so by the time I got there, they were already gone, which is probably a good thing, you know, if they were going to get me in any sort of trouble. But it's crazy because when I got there and I did meet the kids who were from Alpharetta, like you were saying, it wasn't mainly like the close people. 
which you know i thought that maybe if i hung out with certain people we'd probably get closer mm-hmm. but now i just ended up meeting strangers which was people like you and evan and yeah. everybody else that we know so i guess it was kind of a good thing and a bad thing but it was just funny being the one who went to community college it's like you're kind of stuck in your hometown you're not really branching out yeah you know, still seeing the same things exactly but you know with students returning home from vacation and just staying you're like oh so you didn't you didn't plan on finishing really <laughs> you just went there to party and have a good time so yeah man college is very interesting i don't know it's just interesting how you like meet people and like sometimes you click and then sometimes you just yeah don't yeah. but i don't know i feel like some people <laughs> Some people usually they'll they'll like stick around with, with people that they don't click with, right? That's so sad. That's so sad to witness. <laughs> it's it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Have you ever met a group of people and you're like, you don't belong in that group? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. You want to save them? Like, you just, just kinda, pull them out the group. You notice the little the the, the awkwardness or whatever. Yeah. Oh like, my I goodness. You are not comfortable right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, find people who are compatible. Find people who are decent. Like open-minded people if you can when Mm -hmm. you're in college when you're in school like people talk about branching out actually branch out like have conversations with people like you know get to know people even even if it's students from like the foreign exchange program people that you don't share things in common with culturally that's still an opportunity to meet people yeah true a lot of people neglect that and they stick to these organizations or groups where you fit in but i think it's good to have like you know a diverse group of friends because not only are you learning from them, but you're also learning more about yourself. So, oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Consider. You'll something figure out if you're racist or not, right? <laughs> Get that right off the bat. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But no, nah, yeah, you just like learn a lot of different things from you know different types of people. You know, that's very true. Very true. Yeah. Are there any more unlucky moments you can think of? <laughs> no, this is kind. Of, this is kind of a funny unlucky moment, but. Okay. When I was younger, I don't know. I think I was I was probably like in high school, like um when I was big on Twitter and stuff like that. So Machine Gun Kelly, I used to follow him. He like mentioned the Lessis Texas, right? Okay. She's a porn star. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. He was like he was just like Lessis Texas, hard eyes or some shit like that. And I was like, Who is Alessis Texas? So I look up Alessis Texas. I'm like, Whoa, she has a Big behind, huh? For a white woman. <laughs> and then my mom walks in. I hope in. that you said it like that too. Whoa. <laughs> no, I ain't say it like that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, but then my mom walks in my room. Oh man. Like you know, knock she just walks in, you know, oh. usually because I'm not doing nothing crazy, but right. yeah, she like walks in, she's and then she's like <laughs> Then she closes the door and she like just walks back out. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't say nothing then wow i click out there i'm just in my room i'm just like i just got my hand on him like oh my goodness you did you show her the tweet think i was looking no i didn't even no i showed her the tweet i was just like ma i just I, I left my room i was like ma i was not looking at porn i just it just popped up on my computer I thought, that's what I said. I was like, just popping on my computer, <laughs> and like you know, if something pop up, pop, up, pop up on your computer. Of course you gonna, of course you gonna look at it, right? It just pop. <laughs> Trying to sell it. She was just it. like, uh huh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, man, and that was that was that situation. Man, you can't help situations like that. That's one of those things that just happens and you're like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? That is hilarious. It's funny because I had a similar situation happen to me 
And I told you this story about this girl did a video in high school. We don't really know what happened in the video. Yeah. It was a lot of rumors. People were saying that it was out on the internet. You could find it places. So, of course, you know, everybody from ninth grade through 10th grade was on the hunt for this video. Oh, my goodness. We were on a mission to find it, mostly my friends. And I was like, I really don't care. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, this is silly that people are trying to find this video. So I'm hanging out with my friend Forrest. We're just chilling at his place. And he's like, you know what? I think that the person who made the video is like friends with you on Facebook because I saw them like recommend it to me or something like, you know, the suggestion thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So bright idea. <laughs> we end up at my place. <laughs> and we're like, why not look for it, right? Might so as well. I go to the guy's page or whatever and like somebody had made a comment and I guess people were making like jokes without saying what it was. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, OK, this is obviously referencing what everybody's been talking about. So anyway, we don't see anything. We're not like searching at that moment. I'm just like, oh, that's the dude. Cool. So later on, you know, for some reason, out of curiosity, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's late. It's a Saturday. <laughs> Let me find this video. <laughs> So I go on the hunt for the video. I don't find the video, but I found something else that I thought may have been the video. Right. Of course, I don't delete my history, right? <laughs> like an we, idiot. We were just dumb kids back then. We ain't know about the delete history trick, right? Right, right. <laughs> so I thought that I had cleared my search because, you know, sometimes it would have that yeah, button the in the corner. Thing. Clear search. Yeah. Thought I was good. I'm like, I didn't find the video. Anyway. Sister hops on the computer. Dad hops on the computer. Everybody uses the computer that weekend for some odd reason. And then I end up having a conversation with my family because my sister opens up something that was previously viewed by me. Uh, and the audio is just blasting. It's like everybody heard it. I wasn't oh, there when it happened. Oh, my goodness. Boy, you got lucky not being there. That's funny. I wasn't there, but... You know, I kind of wish that I was. Yeah. So then I could be like, no, I was watching a movie and it had like an ad thing. Like true, I could lie in the moment. True. But since I wasn't there, it was just like, dang, he was watching something freaky. Yeah. And, you know, so that was great. Came home, talked to my dad and it's really awkward, really strange. I and bet. Everybody was just like, Nick's a pervert. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I didn't. Watching on the home computer that was like in an obvious open space in the living room, but you know, your dad no. crying. I don't even know you anymore, Nick. <laughs> right? Who are you? It's like, and I kept on saying that. Why would I just be out in the living room like right. during the day? Exactly. So you know, but I don't know if they ever believed me, but I told them the story. Bro, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take it back, and you gotta ask them now. Hey guys, right. you guys remember when you found yeah. that porn situation? <laughs> No nah, man, it's that's that's crazy. Just how you know, we're just being kids, and <laughs> right? I mean, things just happen. Things yeah, just happen. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think one of the stories and something that might be a learning lesson: somebody did end up finding the video, yeah, and it was online, and the kid ended up going to jail. Oh, yeah, he got like arrested and. It's sad, but they considered it child pornography because right, he yeah. uploaded it to the internet. Even though they were both 16, they both consented to it, but putting it on the internet as an underage person 
that's the red flag guys so just people out there you know i know people like to send nude photos and do things be very cautious so like did she consent to the video as well or was that like i don't know if she consented to the video but i know that the milton police department um which is like a city close to alpharetta was like no this is not acceptable whether or not she presses charges or anything like that and it sucks because that's a part of like a record. Like that's that's a high profile. That's not just like a small yeah, slap like on the permanent. wrist, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna follow him. Hopefully, he was able to drop it at some point. I don't know. You know, it probably would take some years, even that. But I'm just thinking about getting arrested and walking in. And sometimes people know about your paperwork. So if you walk in and everybody's saying, "Oh, that guy's here for child porn," mm-hmm. not the best look. You're probably gonna yeah, get a beat down. So don't. you know, just be cautious out there, people. You know, sharing things, devices. Sometimes people upload things. I mean, technology. You really just can't trust it. As much as you want to, you can't. It's better to play it safe. So Definitely. you know, just a warning to anybody, even adults. Please be careful. So. A little PSA from Nick. Like, yeah, I feel that, bro. Stop looking at pornography, kids. <laughs> he's waving his finger as he's waving says my it, finger, guys, just so kids. You know. Maybe like once a week, but don't get addicted to it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think like my like very last thing, it's a, a lucky situation, and that's going back to this week, this past week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. us getting the freelance job, right? Right. In, in this time of COVID, because I didn't think we could do video work, but apparently we can do video work, right? Yeah, that's true. So I get this email from some other guy at my in my job who does something. I don't know what he does, but he's like the um, people from the company we work for. They're like, hey, do you know any local videographers? Because we don't want to like send ours because of COVID. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can. I don't really know anybody, but I can like these these two guys work in marketing. So. My other coworker gets the email and I get the email. My other coworker says he doesn't want to do it because he hates the scooters because they're always in his way whenever he goes running. <laughs> that was that was like that was li- that was literally his reason. So it was like, yeah, you can do it if you want to. I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna do it. And guess who else gonna do it? Nick. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. So I, I agree to do it. I'm like, yeah, I have uh myself and uh my friend who I usually work with. And we basically got the job. She gave me her budget and she sent me the brief. She asked for my work. And that was pretty much it. That's so great. Yeah. Super convenient. Yeah. And it just worked out. We we shot like Thursday. Yep. Yeah. We setting up cameras and stuff. Did a couple of interviews. Got some B-roll. And I think it worked out pretty well. Nick going to edit soon. And yeah. it's going to be a very beautiful video. Yeah, man. It's crazy because like that whole opportunity and not only that, but our interviews mm-hmm. super smooth. Yeah. Like that was a shock. Yeah. If you guys don't know, typically when you do interviews, you probably witnessed it at some point, maybe on television. A lot of people freeze up. They don't know what to say, stumble over words. They have to repeat lines. It's really tough to do interviews, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was just great working with everyone that we worked yeah, with. Yeah, everybody. They were like they were like pretty comfortable and confident on camera, pretty right. much. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the two people in administration both seem to have pretty good experience, mm-hmm. um, and the students were great too. Exactly. Because it was like two of them were film students, right? Yeah, yeah, two were film students. Yeah, yeah. So that just, I mean, that was a really lucky moment. Yeah, it just worked <laughs> out, man. Yeah, really lucky. good. I think the only unlucky part of that day was like when we were trying to film everything outside, but before our first interview. Right. The wind was yeah, heavy. The wind was crazy. Man. Yeah. So I'm glad we were able to like, you know, go inside and I was able to 
But luckily, like this first interview, it was like in front of like my job site. So we basically just walked upstairs. I could grab, I could go grab a light, and yeah, it was it was easy, you know. Yeah, it was pretty convenient. Then it was very is I'm I'm very lucky in the fact that like I told my I told my boss I'm like hey I got like this freelance gig to do can I take off he was like oh yeah of course you can take off some extra money I'm like dope like <laughs> right. he, was, he was just so cool with it man yeah I'm glad he was cool about that that's yeah. really good yeah. And I hadn't really used any vacation time or anything, so it just oh yeah, it's like your first time ever using vacation time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was like, give me that, give me that Thursday. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, did you like adjust it yet? So like, yeah, I bet. Yeah, work. I went ahead and adjusted. Okay, it, so. good. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to take was... like the whole eight hours when you like work for four hours. Yeah, I did. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I worked a little bit on my day off. Yeah, because <laughs> you know emails just coincidentally came in. So Flooding, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I think it's good to be, you know, appreciative of opportunities, whether you consider it to be a blessing or you consider it to be luck or whatever you think that it may be is something that's important and it's good to be appreciative of, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think you can find good in the unlucky as well. Sometimes, I think. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's a good point, too. I haven't really thought about that. but Like, looking back at me and Nick's porn situation, <laughs> I can... Let's uh, phrase it differently. Let's all right, all right. Uh, I don't even know how to phrase it. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> all right, you know, just looking up our oh our um, research, yeah, we were both oh, researching. Yes, our research on um new documentaries, right? <laughs> <laughs> new documentaries. <laughs> nah, yeah, like I can learn to lock my door when I was younger. <laughs> Nick learned to delete his history. Right, right, you and know? thank God I didn't find the video. Right. Thank God Nick didn't find that video. I'm glad oh he didn't find goodness, that video. Oh my goodness, so great. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really good. It's good. Someone's it's, it's, looking out for me, <laughs> making sure I don't find that video. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Even though other people found it kind of, kind of right. weird. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah like, like I was saying, yeah, unlucky situations, you can learn something from them. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, you can at least learn something. Yeah, yeah, be appreciative. And you know, the little lucky situations you have that you really don't think much about, you, you should, man, I don't know. Kind of like think back on them and be like, yo, if that didn't happen, this probably wouldn't happen. You know? Oh, yeah. Put it all together. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Black Boundaries podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Terrell. And we're out. Peace. Peace.